0: Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com.
1: Hey there, thanks for joining me. I'm Jenny Cressman, and this is a little chat show called Everything Bagels. The show isn't about bagels, of course. It's about anything and everything. It's just me having conversations with interesting people who are doing interesting things. One day, maybe I will interview someone who makes bagels. Who knows? Maybe I'll interview Jesse Cook about the show's theme music, Bogota by Bus. Maybe this time I'll win the lottery and be able to, uh, well, maybe I'll just get started with the show now. I have two guests for a nice change of pace. I have with me Melanie Carson, also known as Mel. Hello, Mel. Hi, Jenny. Nice to see you again. (laughs) You too. And her husband, Rafael Duarte, also known as Rafa. Hey, Rafa.
0: Hi, Jenny. How are you?
1: I'm okay. Now, I haven't seen Rafael for a couple of years, not since Cuba, where he is from. And so when did you arrive here in Canada, Rafael?
0: It was October twenty fifth.
1: Okay. Of last year. Yes. So you were here for your first winter?
0: My first winter.
1: How did you like it?
0: Well, it was cold.
1: <laughs> all the fun and excitement you were promised.
0: Yeah, it was you know, it's something new for me, like coming from a tropical country.
1: Yes. Coming
0: here. Then you just have to wear boots and all that, like Yeah. In Cuba you just like shorts and running shoes or flip-flops
1: yes yes and and snow i know a lot of cubans who say i want to see snow have you seen enough of it i did yeah (laughs) okay but talking about shorts and running shoes and flip flops that's what you were wearing when i met you not sure if it was flip-flops or running shoes but i met rafael in cuba oh at least 10 years ago perhaps
0: more I think it was about 2009.
1: Yes, yes. Very good memory. Raphael at that point, was a co-op student at the resort that I had been going to um, only once or twice by then and many times since. Club Amigo Verrella del Portillo. So you were going to university at that point, right?
0: No, I went to university before. Okay. So it was something like I was. Um, it was my second year of that career, university for English. Okay. Teacher. Ah. So my second year, I was doing like teaching at schools and taking classes. It was just like an experiment that it was in my area, like in that province. Mm-hmm. So it was like one intensive year in the university. So then teaching at school, second year and taking classes, a university like Friday to Friday and Saturday, every, every week.
1: Okay. And that was in another town, though. That was in...
0: Yeah, I was. That was... The university was in Manzanillo. So mm-hmm. then we had teachers in Pilon. So from the area, right? Okay. So and then I had to spend like about three years there and then do the final year that it was there in Manzanillo, like an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. So
1: working at the resort was sort of like a co-op placement. And then you were working with tourists at that point... Because you were practicing speaking English, no, or no, <laughs> okay.
0: it was different. Because by that time in Cuba, so you had to decide mm. or whether working as an English teacher or working as an entertainer or, or that area, which is a uh, tourism.
1: Okay, like the animación crew.
0: Yeah, so okay. I had to choose. Right, mm-hmm. it's like one or the other. So uh-huh. I decided to go with the entertainment.
1: Okay. And we're glad you did. You were very entertaining always. Yeah. But particularly so early on when you were there in that first year, you ended up with a tour group that I was on in Bayamo, and there was a gentleman who I think had some mental health issues who kept following us around and hassling us and making some of my girlfriends who had uh, physical challenges feel very uncomfortable. He, she, they felt that he was targeting them.
0: I think her name was Peggy.
1: Penny. Penny. Penny, yes. Yeah, yeah. and she uh, was very upset by this guy's um, unwanted attention. And so Raphael became our guardian angel and walked with us. And, a, you know, big, tall, strong-looking fellow kept this um, unfriendly person or, or too friendly person away. And we appreciated that very much. And so guardian angel Raphael has always been one of my favorite friends From Maria del (laughs) Portillo. But Melanie, we met in a very different way. Do you remember that? We certainly did. (laughs) (laughs) So, you were hitchhiking with Raphael.
2: We had been abandoned by our taxi. Uh Uh-oh. And I had to get back to the hotel. I had some work to complete while I was on vacation. (laughs) And our angel, Jenny, (laughs) pulled over to the side of the road and was able to at least take me back to the hotel. We had to abandon Raph on the side of the hotel.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we had enough people in the car. We could squish you, little person, in the back seat, but there wasn't enough room for Raph. <laughs> so I hope you didn't have to wait too long after that for another car to come by. <laughs> yeah,
0: just have an hour or an hour.
1: <laughs> okay. Yes, and so that was our introduction. Um, a little bit hot and sweaty in that car. I don't think the AC worked too well. But anyway, um, we've been friends ever since. And And... That's right. When you guys got married, you asked me to take a few photos for you of your wedding down at Maria del Portillo. So you actually got married in a different city, but you came there to celebrate. Is that right?
2: We did. We had to get married um, at the, in Bayamo at mm-hmm. the International Lawyer's Office. Okay, don't say have to
1: get married because then it sounds like there might have been a shotgun involved, but there <laughs> wasn't. You were married for love, not for some other reason.
2: <laughs> Due to the international. Yeah. marriage. Yeah, you have to be married at, by the international lawyer. There's no, uh, no other options. Okay,
1: and what year was that? <laughs> Six years ago. They're both looking at each other. When did we 2016. <laughs> we have been married for six years. Okay. So, yes, you met in Cuba and developed a friendship which led to a marriage which led to arriving in Canada for Raphael. So that's been quite a journey. And do you want to talk a little bit more about the ups and downs of that? There were lots of stressful moments, I think. <laughs> during the immigration process?
2: Yeah. It was extremely stressful, especially yeah. during COVID when everything yes. shut down and it was really difficult to get back and forth. Yes, Paperwork that needed to be done, paperwork that expired. Raf wasn't able to travel outside of the country to have the medical completed and the medical doctor from Havana had been fired, I suppose.
0: Yeah, but Havana, when when that happened in Havana, it was canceled, like all those medical exams. So then it was when I had to go to Haiti.
1: Oh, okay So you had to go to Haiti To get some of the pieces in place In order to come to Canada in the end
0: I had to do my medical exam in Haiti
1: Ha, wow Wow And with all of Cuba's doctors and everything there That's just such an ironic piece
0: Yeah, but when that that happened It was that uh, They were not doing those uh, medical exams Because uh, something happened Remember when Was it regarding
1: the the embassy issues? Yeah, Oh, okay Okay Mm -hmm. So, no. So, no.
0: <laughs> oh, she says no. That's what I thought. Okay. Oh, she said about the doctor, and then I was saying about that. So,
1: <laughs> okay. So it was a very complicated, convoluted, l- protracted situation, but finally got here. Finally. Must have been such a relief when you saw him step off the plane. I went and picked him up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes, you yeah. want to be sure. <laughs> I wanted to make sure he actually got here. Wow. Yeah. And so then a big celebration and buy the snow boots and away you go for the winter.
2: <laughs> That's what yeah.
1: happened. And so now you're both living in Muskoka, in Gravenhurst. Mm-hmm. And Raphael, you're working in Gravenhurst, yes? Yes. Okay. And you're working where?
0: Uh, right now I'm working on Granite Ridge.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: As a dietary aid.
1: Okay. And are you enjoying that?
0: Well, I like it. It's yeah. Pretty it's good. a good
1: opportunity to practice your English.
0: Pretty good. Yes. It's, it's improving.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, not that you sound like you need much practice. I think your English was always quite good and even better now.
0: Well, you know, it takes time to get used to, like, new words, yes. slam, or, uh-huh. you know, it's it's not the same when you're in Cuba, like, yeah. you're just learning words. Right. From a book or just with the tourists that you, when you're working, and then you take a break, for example, five or six months, and then your English is like goes back and then it goes up and down.
1: Yes. Yeah. So the resort where you had been working, Maria del Portillo, closed at the onset of COVID and has yet to reopen. So that would have been, um, One of the hugest challenges for you out of work and trying to keep everything together for um, your family. And I'm sure that was also very stressful for you, Melanie.
2: It certainly was. It still is to a certain extent. He's here, but we still have family in Cuba that's. It's yeah. struggling.
1: Yeah, and um, I have lots of friends in that area too, and I know it is very difficult. And hopefully some positive changes will be coming soon to that area, perhaps this winter. And I'm actually feeling reasonably confident that this winter we will see flights begin again into Manzanillo de Cuba by Sunwing, and that would service the resort of Club Amigo Morea del Portillo, where I know many people from Muskoka have gone and want to go back. So um, we will cross our fingers and hope for the best on that. And now we're going to take a little break and let some commercials roll and we'll be right back with more Everything Bagels with Jenny Cressman and my guests Melanie Carson and Raphael Duarte.
0: I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine.
1: Welcome back to Everything Bagels with Jenny Cressman and my guests Raphael Duarte and Melanie Carson. So we were talking about how we all met in Cuba and how you guys ended up here in Canada with Raphael experiencing no for the first time <laughs> What other impressions When you arrived in Canada Jump out at you When you think back To October last year
0: Well it's Well first it was cold Well, I just mm-hmm. get out the plane and it's like Well I need a sweater
2: <laughs> And that was only October <laughs> And it was 19 degrees
0: <laughs> Yeah but for me It was It was cold Uh huh It's like in Cuba I used to run away From the sun Uh huh so here in Canada, I have to stay in the sun. Uh-huh. It's like the opposite, right? It's before I used to say. So it's weird to see the Canadians how they stand for hours. They lay on the chair,
1: <laughs> on the sun. Yeah. Now you get it. After having been here for a winter, you know why we want to escape to a warm, sunny place.
0: Oh yeah, it's like I don't know how you do that. Do that, <laughs> but well, it is not that I'm going to do that. Like, staying on the chair, like, for hours, no.
1: <laughs> well, okay, I don't do that either, but I do enjoy the warmth. So what about the bugs? Now that we're into the spring and early summer of Muskoka, have you experienced all the lovely biting insects that we can offer?
0: Yeah, they're pretty good.
1: Yeah. Okay. so mosquitoes are mosquitoes. To me, I think the mosquitoes here are sort of more aggressive or their bites irritate me more than in Cuba. Do you find the same thing?
0: I think mosquitoes is international. They're okay. Mosquitoes are mosquitoes. It is here, Canada, okay. Cuba, everywhere. <laughs> mosquitoes are nasty.
1: Okay. Um, what? If, okay. We have black flies. Uh, how do you think they compare to the insects that bite in Cuba known as higienes?
0: Oh, I think they're in the same level. They are like pretty bad both. It's yeah. like you don't see them pretty much. Like you don't see them, but you just like get itchy.
1: Yeah.
0: Did you warn him
1: about Hihannes or sorry about about Black Flies, Melanie? Nobody warned me about Hihannes in Cuba, but.
2: No, nobody warned me about them either. I don't think I did. Just, we didn't have Black Flies in Gravenhurst. Oh, okay. This year, there's a lot. Interesting. Okay. This is the first year I've had Black Flies in Gravenhurst. Wow.
1: But they're bad. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, when I moved to Muskoka, Oh, twenty 20 years ago or ish. Um, I didn't really understand what black flies were. I'd heard the term, but I didn't really know how insidious they were attacking your face and your eyes and your ears. And blah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so horse flies. Have you had those yet? Not yet. Okay. They're coming, baby. Get ready. Sometimes we have the trifecta of biting insects at once in the early part of the summer before the heat burns off the black flies. That could be so, more fun and excitement for you in Muskoka.
0: Oh, they're not welcome.
1: No. So what about the, the scenery? It's very different from uh, where you lived.
0: Yeah, everything. Yeah, it's, everything is different. It's like sometimes I just look and try to identi- identify, like, I don't know, a plant or tree, but no. Different, everything.
1: Have you seen moose yet?
0: Uh, only in pictures.
1: Okay. We okay. saw a deer. Deer, yes. Okay yeah so that's much larger animals than you would be seeing where you grew up in pilon in cuba um the largest animals there other than domestic horses and cattle the largest wild animal would be
0: no nothing no there's nothing
1: <laughs> a turkey yes oh yeah yeah or, or what's that cute little rodent that uh, there's a cute little rodent that looks kind of like a groundhog um Uh, Okay, it'll come back to me later. Sorry, I went down that path. Anyway, there aren't a lot of deer in Cuba, but there are some, I think.
0: Yeah, there is like a specific, a specific area. Yeah, but it's more in the center uh, of of the of Cuba.
1: Okay. Okay. I think so, it
0: is Cienfuegos, sorry.
1: Okay. So so you'll learn to watch for deer um, when you're driving here, just like we learn to watch for goats on the road in Cuba.
0: And cows. <laughs> and
1: cows. <laughs> yes. Yes. So you are starting to drive. How does that feel?
0: Well, I'm just going little by little, I'm just improving.
1: Okay. So had you driven in Cuba?
0: Oh no cars.
1: No. Okay.
0: Motorcycles. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So lots of new experiences. What has been sort of the most challenging piece of coming here and uh, feeling comfortable in Muskoka?
0: Well, for me, everything has been, been a challenge. Yeah. right? So it's when you you come from another country,
2: mm-hmm.
0: culture or. Food mm-hmm. Many things, right? It's like at the beginning When I, I started working here At the beginning it was Making pizzas Okay So there were many things Toppings that I had never seen in my life uh, So it's like I had to learn everything Uh-huh From zero Yes I just could identify some Yes But not many, right? So okay. it's like It's a process It's like Little by little You're learning every day It's like a school Yeah so yes. it's a challenge, right? Like,
1: Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you're a smart guy and up to those challenges. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I'm surviving.
1: <laughs> and wh- from your perspective, Melanie, what's been the biggest challenge? There hasn't actually
2: been a lot. It's okay. just trying to support him, making sure that, you know, he knows what different cereals are <laughs> and things sure. that they don't have in Cuba. Yeah. And getting him taking some courses, mm-hmm. making sure every- he's signed up and... Yeah, that's about all. It's been a pretty easy transition, actually, for me.
1: Yeah, well, and you probably prepared him very well with information about what to expect here. I tried. Yeah, yeah. And so I I guess, you know, one of the things that I always heard about is people coming from other countries where they don't have the food and the variety of supplies um, are sometimes overwhelmed going into the larger stores like Walmart or Costco or big grocery stores. Did you have an experience like that, Raphael?
0: well yeah it's like for example those like costco it's it's huge yeah right? I, i've never seen a store that big yeah so when you come just look it's like where am i
1: yeah
0: you know it's like you can go on a bicycle all over like inside of the store yeah
1: it's true <laughs> so, yeah, you need a scooter you can go biking. yeah you can go yeah. yeah yeah
0: exactly so it's everything is a challenge as i said like Mel, she was saying about the cereals. It's like when I started working the same at at Granite Ridge. Yeah. So I didn't have any idea about the cereals. I had to learn them all, write down. Uh-huh. Breads, how many kind of breads? Oh, in yeah. You just have yeah. only one bread, mm-hmm. right? So we don't have that. So you have to learn everything. Yes. You know, it's like.
1: Well, in different fruits and vegetables, that would be another challenge to learn. Um, there would be some things that you would be used to having at home that are not readily available here. Maybe only in certain stores, and then other things that you probably have never seen that are here.
0: It's the same. Like once we were coming in a store, and there was like a, I think it was like a grapefruit or something, and there was a girl. She was wondering how was that fruit, and she was talking to another uh, gentleman, and mm-hmm. she was wondering how was if it was sweet. Or salty, and then I said it is sweet, but it has to be soft. So in a couple uh-huh. of days, maybe it is ready. Okay. So it's the same, right? So yeah. you see fruits here that you, we don't have. Yes. In in a tropical country because of the temperature and all that, right? So it's everything is different. You're learning. Yeah, it's, and are
1: you learning to cook here using the the things that are available here?
0: Well, it's a challenge. It's like Mel, she also gave me a book, but I have to <laughs> learn everything. So yeah.
1: yeah. But it is, I think it's also a challenge mentally when you think about it. For me, knowing that there's so little available in Cuba right now, because Cuba is in crisis. And I'm sure that must be, have an impact on you, too, when you look around and see the wealth of things we have here when it's such a struggle for family and friends back in Cuba.
0: Yeah, it's it's difficult. It's like it's like when you, right now in Cuba, I'd say a chaos right now. You go in the store and you see so many things and you just think back about your country. And then it's like, it's crazy, right? Like so many things here and then they're in a struggle again. Yeah. Uh, It's it's difficult when you think about that.
1: Hopefully things will begin to turn around in Cuba. um, Now that we're finally pulling away from covid more completely and less less of a fear factor for travelers hopefully the travel will start to increase to cuba
0: yeah we all hope so so it's the same like the place where i used to work it was at a hotel right resorts and it is still closed, right yes so people are everyone expecting to go back to work Mm-hmm. Which is, is a big source, right? For yeah. everyone in.
1: Well, I think it is the single biggest employer in that region or was before it was closed. And hopefully it will reopen this winter. I know the flights are supposed to start December 6th, and we certainly hope that that will happen. I think it will this time. I'm feeling more positive and optimistic about everything coming together for the resort to reopen in December. And I've been there on some of the visits that I have um, made in the past year. They've done beautiful renovations. It looks great
0: yeah they have done yeah. many things, which is really good and um I think it's gonna be something different mm-hmm. so it's it's like taking a break. Yeah. And then it's like you go back to work and everything is different. Yeah. So people are going to be happy to everyone, even yes. the employees and tourists.
1: Yes. I think it will be like a big family reunion when the resort reopens, people are back to work and tourists are coming once again. Yeah. So um, we're just about down to the end of our time together. Any last thoughts from either of you? <laughs> they're both just shaking their head okay on that note then we'll say goodbye to Melanie and raphael and i am jenny cressman saying goodbye on behalf of everything bagels we'll see you again or you'll hear me again in two weeks bye thanks for tuning in to everything bagels a show about anything and everything airing every other sunday on 887 the bay if you miss the show, don't worry. You can find podcasts of all my interviews on two websites, HuntersBayRadio.com and muskokaunlimited.com. I post links to the shows on Facebook, as well as photos of my guests. Look for the author Jenny Cressman page and follow me around. I'll try to keep you entertained. Everything Bagels with me, Jenny Cressman, will be back again in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Enjoy life. Enjoy bagels. Enjoy everything you can. Hasta luego.